From the north in Kentwood to the south in Ponchatoula, the Ponchatoula Strawberry Festival, Southeastern Louisiana University, and the train tracks, all reasons why the Tangy community is worth spotlighting. Introducing the Tangy Community Download, a community affairs show created to showcase the Tangy community and its uniqueness. Available wherever you get your podcasts or Saturday mornings at 7.30 live on Southeastern's own 90.9 KSLU. Welcome back to the Tangy Community Download. We have our next episode in the series. Today we talked with Alexis Sterling and Casey Rudolph from Options. And they're going to tell us a little bit about their organization and what their organization does. And then they're going to give us an insight to what they do on a daily basis and how they impact the community through and through. We're going to learn a little bit about Ballin' for Options, a basketball event coming up in September that Options hosts. And we're going to have a little bit of fun. It's going to be a good episode. It's going to be a great time. Thank you guys so much for supporting the Tangy Community Download and Southeastern Zone 90.9 KSLU. Weekly episodes, tune in 7.30 on Saturday mornings or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, I'll throw it to myself, Alexis, and Casey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We are with Options here and an awesome group, and we're going to learn a little bit about them today. But first, I've got two guests on, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves and talk a little bit about what they do and what they uh, contribute. And yeah, so whichever one wants to go first. I'll go first. I'm Casey Rudolph. I'm the development director at Options. Uh, That means that I do all of the fun stuff, the fundraising, the marketing, just helping spread the word about Options and getting community members more involved with our programs and services. And my name is Alexis Sterling. I am the community outreach director at Options. Um, So I kind of work with Casey, who's our development director, um, helping with the marketing, doing some outreach, of course, um, and really working to educate the community on the services that we provide, getting people involved, um, and just kind of an umbrella of marketing. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we, you talked about options and the, the group you're a part of. Can you all explain a little bit about, for the listener, what options is and what you guys offer? Absolutely. We are a nonprofit organization here in Tangemahoe Parish, and we serve adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. So we're actually celebrating our 50th anniversary this year. We were started 50 years ago by parents that were looking for community-based services for their children with disabilities. At that time, there were none. So it wasn't that easy for a parent of a child with a disability to keep their child at home and help them get the resources that they needed to be successful. So together, they came together, got a group, put an ad out in the paper, and options came to be. So we've come a long way in the last 50 years. We provide an array of services, and we mostly serve adults. Once they leave special education, you can stay in special education until you're 21, 22 in Louisiana. And typically, most of the participants that we serve come out of the school system to have, you know, job opportunities, meaningful activities, anything that they need to help make their life better. That's what we're there to provide. Awesome. Well, that's a that's a perfect answer. Um, one thing that I wanted to talk about, and we, you know, a lot of this show, we talk about community impact. You guys are offering a service to the community that not a lot of communities have. Not, not every single community in the world has a space and a home for people with disabilities that would normally not get the opportunities, but you guys are offering that to Tangipahoa Parish. Um, when you guys think of that, that, you've got to take a little bit of pride in the fact that you guys are offering such an awesome service. Absolutely. Um, I have been working at Options for the past seven years, and we always encourage our staff, like, 
Why are you here? Um, so that they can really f understand and see the impact that they are making in the lives of people with disabilities. Um, we have an incredible retention with our staff. Um, this year, we just recognized over 112 employees uh, who have been with our organization for five years or more, um, which is an incredible retention rate for us. Um, and even greater number, 130 or so, have been with us for two years or more. And every response you get from our direct care staff, our admin team, it's the impact that they're making. It, you know, it, you really feel touched. Um, by working with people with disabilities, and it's it's wonderful to be able to provide that service. That's awesome. Uh, we talked. I sent you guys a little questionnaire, and uh, the answers you gave me were really good. And I want to talk about those. So one of the questions was, in your opinion, what are the best ways to positively impact the community? And you kind of just spoke about it. But what are some other ways that you guys impact the community, and not just, you know, on the surface level? Sure, I'll take that. Um, so. One of the things that we really pride ourselves as an organization, and myself especially as a fundraiser for this organization, is 92% of every single dollar that we raise goes to directly benefit the options participants, which is huge. Um, of course, someone's always asked, where does the other 8% go? We have a light bill, we have electricity, you know, insurance, we have to function, right? But I do want to touch also, build a little bit more on what Alexis was saying as far as being a part of this community and not only what we're contributing, but also what the community has contributed back to us. There's no way we would be around for 50 years if we didn't have the volunteers we have, the sponsors, the donors, the individuals who come and help. I mean, Alexis just did our volunteer numbers for last year and we had over 4,000 hours of volunteer time. Like, wow. I, it's, it's not just, you know, what we're providing, but also the community has been so supportive of us all of this time, whether that be, you know, local legislators or, you know, just families that trust us to serve their child or serve their loved one in some capacity. So I did want to touch on that briefly. But oh, yes. Yeah. So I think that inclusion is a is a larger scope, right? Making sure that people with disabilities are included every single day in our community, whatever that looks like. So we help people with disabilities find jobs in the community. So they also work here at Southeastern on cleaning crews, helping clean the buildings here at Southeastern. They might be at the grocery store, the gym, working in local businesses, really being included in their community. That's what it's all about, right? For so long, people with disabilities were, you know, hidden away, for lack of a better word, right? Like, and we really like to promote inclusion, which is the purpose of everything that we do, making sure that people with disabilities are able to live in their community, whether that's in their own apartment, in their home, and one of options, community homes, um, and also working and having those activities. So we provide transportation. We have a robust transportation system that gets people where they need to go to make sure that our participants can go to church if they want to, if they want to go to a festival that's happening over the weekend that they can do that really just creating like you're saying that opportunity for them to have a full valuable life and be contributing members to our community is everything that they want so we try to make that possible that's awesome and you've got you to have that happen you have to have a community effort uh, we talk about all the time Tangible Parish is one of those, you, when you're here, you feel like the community is so much stronger here than most places because everything is so community driven. You go down the street and you're seeing Southeastern, he's got a huge community aspect, like all kinds of, it's really cool to be a part of Tangible Parish and you guys are offering something to some of the people that normally may not be able to have the ability to be a part of that community and you guys are offering them the ability to easily access that stuff. And that's awesome. You talked about
one of your group homes. That's an awesome thing to have because those people can have better lives in those homes. Tell us a little bit more about those group homes. Sure. So Options operates four community homes. We actually have one right over two, I'm sorry, right over here by Southeastern's campus. Um, we have two homes for gentlemen and two homes for ladies. Um, those homes receive 24-hour, uh, seven-day-a-week support staff. Um, they receive nursing services. Uh, we help them with their doctor's appointments, with their finances. Um, we are there essentially to provide whatever need they have um, and at whatever person-centered level of care they need. Um, of course, our goal is always to encourage them to have independence and be able to do things um, by themselves. You know, we've had one gentleman who came into our community home and he just needed some help learning some of the basics of being able to take care of yourself. And he was able to independently get an apartment. Um, so some, for some, it's a stepping stone. And then for others, it's there to provide that, that higher level of care. So you guys have something that I really enjoyed. You guys have like a testimonials thing on your Facebook, and it's like 10 years worth of videos of people who have been impacted by what you have available, your options, if you would say. And so I was watching some of those, and those people are living life. I mean, they are. I saw one where she was working in a store. She was uh, taking a bus to work. She was getting there. She was working fine. And so you guys offer something that not only we keep talking about it but it really f impacts lives and not just the lives of those with disabilities but their family members too what is the relationship between the family members of the the people that you guys work for so Options provide services to, I believe, over 170, at this point, people with disabilities. Um, for some of them, Options is the only family that they have, um, whether their parents have passed away um, or whether their parents were never really involved in their life. And then you have some who are actively involved, who are getting them on the weekends and coming visit for the holidays and things like that. So it's it's such a broad spectrum, um, you know, and there, there are different cases and scenarios for each individual person. But I have to say all of the families that we have are incredible. Um, and, and this kind of ties into volunteers as well. Um, we have volunteers who have fostered those family type relationships with some of our participants. And it, you know, it, it takes time to build those types of relationships. And, you know, we have one particular individual who she just built such a strong connection. He's become part of her family. Mm -hmm. He goes with them. He doesn't have any other family that's still living. And they essentially just took him in and he's like her children's uncle and you know, such incredible relationships. And then the parents who are actively involved, we're, we're so thankful for them because most of them are volunteering in some capacity, they're donating in some capacity, and they are supporting and advocating for people with disabilities, which is really the one of the biggest things that we need is for people to hear and understand that we want every individual to be included in our community, and the family members help us do that as well. What would you say to someone who you know, is maybe on the fence about coming and helping, or maybe not on the fence, but just doesn't know enough to get out there and come help, what would you say to someone who's on the verge of wanting to help? I, I encourage you to come to Options and take a tour. So we offer tours of Options, and you get to come and meet some of the people we serve. You get to see some of the things that we do. And it's really eye-opening. We do these tours on an ongoing basis. Our next one coming up is August 17th at 930 if you're interested. Um, but we can set it up anytime 
according to your schedule. But it really is eye-opening. And when we do these tours, people are like, oh, my gosh, I had no idea you did all this. Uh, on the tour, we visit Safe Haven, which is our hurricane storm shelter that we fundraise and built after Hurricane Katrina. We have our Learning Gardens program, which is an enrichment activity where people do therapeutic gardening and learn about food, how to grow it, healthy eating habits, and our options weaving studio, which um, employs people with disabilities who create beautiful works of art uh, to sell. And they're independent contractors who make the money that they earn from making their artwork. So people get blown away. And I think it's a really great introduction to what we're doing. You get to meet some people, you get to witness it firsthand and see what we're actively working on every single day and why it's important and why it's needed. So if you're just, you know, on the outskirts, and you're thinking about it, just come for a tour, see us like, no one's gonna ask you for money, nobody's gonna rope you in to volunteering 20 hours a week. We're really just wanting to spread the message and honestly, just get that awareness out there of what we're doing, why it's important and meet these people and, you know, understand and why it is we do what we do every day. Awesome. And you talked about why you do what you do every day. This isn't something that you can just do a little bit of and then come back to it, let it go. This is you, what you guys do is a 24-7 workload. Absolutely. 24-7, seven days a week, holidays, people need help, right? And we're there to do that job, whether it's overnight, whether it's on the weekend, whether you know, there's whatever. A yeah, there's a hurricane. and shelter for 17 days. <laughs> yes. So we have to be there at the end of the day, regardless. And like Alexis said, for some of these folks, we are the only family that they have. So when a hurricane like Hurricane Ida comes, we have to respond to that. So we operated four shelters. We sheltered about 80 people for 17 days. That's food, that's water, that's shelter. Um, we have to respond to those needs and currently evolve to what the participants want, what their family members need, and just being able to support them and whatever that looks like every day. So the work doesn't stop, you know, and it's not going to stop. We're here to care for people throughout every stage of their life. So in order to do that, we constantly are evolving and we're constantly, you know, trying to get the word out and the importance of the programs and services that we're providing. We talked about how can we as residents of Tangible Parish do a better job of getting, being residents of Tangible Parish. And one of the answers was getting involved. A lot of people can't devote this much time or this or that. What are some ways that they can get on the rudiment, like the lower level or the simpler level to get involved? Absolutely. There's a few ways you can get involved. And Alexis, jump in at any time, too, because I know there's plenty. Um, you know, if you don't have a lot of time to volunteer or a lot of money to donate, just show up. You can shop at Fabulous Finds, which is our resale store in Pontchartula on 6th Street. You could donate your clothes there or small housewares that you want to get rid of. We'll take them. We'll resell them. Fabulous Finds employs people with disabilities. You could support us in that way. And if you're already getting rid of it, why not give it to us and let us get rid of it for you and resell it? Um, you can shop at the weaving studio like I just mentioned we have weaving artists who create beautiful pieces of art they sell things starting at six dollars up to probably I would say 60 or 60 plus dollars so if you're looking for a Christmas gift or a birthday gift stop by get a unique gift for somebody um, and always spread the word like what we're trying to do it takes people knowing about us right family members need to know that we exist for to provide services for their child. People who might be able to support us in volunteering or donating in any type of way or even volunteering, they need to know that we exist. So it's as simple as spreading the word and knowing about the services that we provide so we could be there to help people. Anything you wanna add? Uh, the only thing I'll piggyback to that is, you know, 
some people think that volunteering is a hard commitment. You know, I have to be there so many hours a week. I have to do this. If I don't show up, you know, something doesn't happen. And we really want to help educate our volunteers that every minute that you give makes a difference. Whether you can come for 30 minutes and help at Fabulous Fine sorting through the donations, um, whether you come and help with an enrichment activity and you're just gonna, you're gonna help them cut the stars in the construction paper because they need it for another project. It's so simple. You know, you don't really feel like you're doing a lot, but on our end, you're making a difference. Um, so I know not everyone can commit to significant amounts of hours, but you come, you do a tour, you learn what we have to offer, and we're able to place you in something that can fit your schedule. Um, and we'll work with you on how often, how long, and all of those things. Awesome. Uh, great ways to get involved. One of the questions I wanted to ask you guys, and you know, you kind of, you you guys have touched base on it a little bit. But this one's more of a personal question for the both of you. As ambassadors for Options and the group, what are some of your favorite memories and things that you've been able to do in your positions? Wow, okay, that's a tough one. Um, I honestly, and I'm not just saying this, right, because I'm employed at Options, but every day at work is truly a great day. Mm -hmm. Like, just the joy of the people that we serve, the opportunity to come into work every day and knowing that you're truly making a difference for somebody and building those relationships and getting to know them, getting to know their family members. That really is like the heart and soul of what we do at Options. Um, we talk about individualized services and making sure that everyone we're serving is is done so in a person-centered manner, meaning that what's right for me in my life might be different for what's right than you in your life, right? So helping people achieve those goals that they have, whether that's you know pursuing art, pursuing a job in the community, just those small wins every day at like it's, it's a wonderful place to work, and it's a wonderful place to be. And if you have to wake up and go to work every day to make a living, it might as well be doing something that you love. And I can say without a doubt, everyone in our halls are there for the right reasons, right? We're there because we believe in this mission, and we want to see it through. And I know it's not a very specific, like, day or moment, but they're so frequent that, you know, it's just the small things here and there. You're passing someone in the hallway, and they say something kind, or they say something funny, and you're reminded, like, oh, wow, this is awesome. Or so-and-so gets a job in the community, and they're so excited they run into your office, and they're like, I got a job, I got a job. It's just mm -hmm. those small victories that make the day-to-day -day work, you know, just absolutely wonderful for me personally, Alexis. So everything she said is absolutely correct. Um, I do have a very specific one, um, only because it it really changed me. Um, Ballin for Options started back in 2017 as a way to encourage health and wellness and community awareness of our organization. And I've had the privilege of working on it since it started. And the first year, all of the participants who were interested in playing or cheering, um, they came to the gym and everyone sat on the sideline and no one knew what to do. Um, they, they waited for the assistant coaches to get there and kind of start leading them in basketball drills and exercises. And to see what that game has evolved to today is incredible. And that is, for me, like the most shining moment is when the players are running onto the court at the beginning of the game. I pretty much break into tears every time um, because it's such a huge accomplishment for them. 
when these individuals with disabilities were in school, they didn't have the opportunity to participate in group sports. They didn't have the opportunity to have that camaraderie with their peers or to even take leadership roles within a, amongst a team. And they get to do that now. And they are shining. For the past six years, they have, they've made this game what it was, not us. Um, they come out, they're competitive, um, they're supporting one another, whether they're on their team or on the opposite team. You know, our cheerleaders are coming up with halftime performances and these game cheers, and they're all so invested, and there's so much energy in that game that I, I can't imagine ever, one, missing it, um, or B, not being a part of it. Um, because it is just, it's so impactful to me. And I've seen what it does for the community. The community coaches who commit to 15-ish practices every year um, who really help put on this game always say, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. And I'm like, I couldn't do this without you. Mm -hmm. um, but they get so much from helping teach the players, well, if you're in this scenario, this is what you do. You know, it went from just teaching them how to dribble a ball to learning plays to learning, you know, all of these. And of course, I don't play basketball, so I'm not quite as equipped with the terminology, um, but they do an incredible job. And, th and that is definitely part of my why. So you talked about getting involved and then you talked about balling for options. You guys have actually been involved with some people from the athletic department here at Southeastern to help you guys with that. Tell us a little bit more about that. Of course. So uh, I'd probably say this was our second year that we were um, approached by Southeastern girls basketball team. Ayla and Asia were looking to kind of do some outreach with the community, and they started attending practices with us. Um, we've also gotten some help from the Southeastern track team who has come and volunteered on game day. Coach Mastretta was wonderful at getting us a huge group of individuals to help in the concessions, help with the, you know, getting everyone waters, helping the players warm up, ref the game. Um, we're very excited. Southeastern's girls team will be joining us in just a few weeks at our practices, uh, kind of helping run drills. And of course, now that the Southeastern girls are, the, you know, the Southland Conference champs, it's a big, it's a big to do that they're going to be joining us at practices. So they're very excited. That's awesome. You know, Coach Ayla does a lot for the outreach. She has her own basketball camps and stuff like that. And so it's, it's awesome to see. So we've talked about fulfillment and you've talked about how awesome you guys enjoy your job. What's the most fulfilling part? If you had to pick one, and I know that's tough, but if you had to pick one that was more fulfilling than the other, what would it be? Being there for people's, um, being there for people with disabilities when their families are no longer here. Um, my family one year was able to adopt one of our community home residents who she didn't have any family to go to, um, and we celebrated Christmas with them. Like being that family for someone who doesn't have it is far greater than anything. Uh, it wasn't about the gifts. It wasn't about where we were, what we were doing. It was that we were together and celebrating that moment. That's awesome. And for me, I think it would be, you know, helping people realize their potential and their purpose. You know, for some people, it's easy, right? Like, you know what you want to do instantly. For some people, it's harder, especially if you're not given that opportunity or, you know, someone's not willing to give you a shot. And I think for me, it's just seeing 
the excitement and the joy on someone's face when they're given that opportunity. Uh, you know, whether that is employment, whether that's to play basketball or to be on a cheerleading team. Um, but really, like, those small things make such an impact on, you know, the day-to-day emotional state and happiness of someone like you know we talk about balling for options right it's an event it is a basketball game but it is so much more than that it's something to look forward to it's something to keep your health up for and it's it's really just those small moments of wins and giving people opportunities that they wouldn't otherwise have for me you know and it's it's those smaller moments that sound you know so insignificant to your eye, right? Like, oh, cool, like I got my first paycheck. But for some people, the opportunity to have a job and get a paycheck, like that is life's purpose, right? To wake up every day, to go to work and to to do something meaningful or to do something beautiful, like the artists in the weaving studio. Like it's, it's really just those small little boring moments of life that we take for granted that for other people mean everything. Um, I think so often we get you know, caught up in the day to day that we don't take a second to pause and realize how important and how valuable those moments are. So I think seeing it through other people's eyes and seeing them work towards their goals and meeting those accomplishments that so many of us take for granted every day, that is absolutely, I think, it for me, just help watching people, you know, understand and have a purpose and have that value and self-esteem that comes with that. Awesome. What is your guys' outreach program for people with disabilities? So if you there's someone who may not know about options that has a disability, how would how would you guys get the word to them? Our vocational director, Andrea Guzman, is actively working with the Tangipo Parish School System um, to come and do presentations. Uh, we often have tours uh, from the special education departments at some of our local schools to come and let them them as well as the family members come for a tour of the organization and see what offer what we offer what we provide um and we it's a person-centered approach so we'll send information home you know we'll we'll do those tours we'll come and meet individually with families as well um, we've also done some tables and things like that through north shore families helping families um, wherever we're asked to be we'll be there that's awesome. So as we wrap up, just a little bit of time left. Any last words? Come see us. Come check us out. Come for a tour. See if you want to get involved. We have jobs available if you're looking for work. It is a fantastic place to work. I mean it through and through. We love our jobs and we're happy to work there every day. If you want something that's meaningful and empowering and you know, a great place to be. Come check us out. You can go to our website. It's options, the number four, the letter u.org. Um, all of the resources are there. If you want to come check out Ballin, that's a great introduction to what we do and why we do it. And I think that's it for me, Alexis. No, I, I mean, I think Casey hit it. Just give us a call. Um, and of course, you can always check out our options Facebook page. Just search for options, O-P-T-I-O-N-S. Um, you know, we'd love to have you come for a tour. Give us a call, check us out on Facebook, and, and just follow us for more information. Awesome. Well, thank you to Alexis and Casey for coming on. We've had a great time. Uh, this has been Options. Uh, this has been the Tangent Community Download. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening.